Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did? On this pod, we are all about some serious millennial real talk and diving into those uncomfortable topics we've been conditioned to believe we just shouldn't talk about. I'm your host, Allison, and right now, when I look around, I see so many millennials trying to navigate these big life transitions. And well, if that isn't you, maybe you just have this gut feeling that it's time to pivot, but you're standing in your own way because you just don't know where to start. Maybe this isn't what you want to hear, but successfully navigating any big life change starts with putting in the work to learn about yourself. If you want to level up in life, it starts with learning to be self-aware and building those life skills that we simply weren't taught in the classroom. So are you committed to doing the uncomfortable growth work? Well, if that was a hell yes, then grab some coffee and let's get ready to dive right in. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did? I'm your host, Allison, and I am so excited uh, to be diving into April. Like, where is this year going for real? Um, So this week, we're going to be talking about one of my um, unpopular opinions. But before we dive into that, talk to me. What did you guys think of last week's bonus episode? If you haven't had a chance to check it out already, um, I dropped a bonus episode on Friday for the first time since starting the podcast, and I'm really excited to be able to add some of these bonus episodes to my normal podcast lineup. I plan to drop coffee chat bonus episodes every so often to give us this chance to reconnect with some of my favorite guests that have been on the podcast, but also because I want to make sure that I'm sharing some of these really awesome resources that I'm finding and loving so much with you guys. Um, And I just think that this is going to be a really fun way to do that. So on the episode that dropped a couple days ago, um, Brooke was talking about her new course, her financial wellness crash course that is now open for registration. So if you are listening and joining and following along with the podcast in real time, you can head on over to notstarvingartist.com to learn more or slide into DMs on Instagram and Brooke and I can hook you up with all the information. This is the cheapest Brooke's course is ever going to be as this is her big, exciting first launch of the course. And there's going to be so much learning along the way. And guys, Brooke is such an expert when it comes to navigating finances and she breaks it down in such an easy and digestible way. And I just really hope that you guys, if you are struggling with your finances, that you will take some time to really think about whether you need a coach or a group coaching program or what it is that would really help you. Um, I talked a lot about in the episode how like finances have always been hard for me, and it's not that my parents don't want to help support me, but the way that they were teaching me about finances wasn't actually being beneficial to me because I wasn't absorbing the information the right way. And so I was on this debt hamster wheel and couldn't get myself out of it um, simply because I wasn't receiving the education in a way that made sense to me and the way that I learned. A lot of millennials struggle with money. Like, You are definitely not alone in feeling that way. Um, And there is no quick fix to our money problems, right? Like our generation has been dealt a hard hand of cards, but I do think that there are so many resources out there coming from people that look and sound just like you. You just have to find the right person. So anyways, I can't speak highly enough of the work that Brooke is doing, and I really hope that you guys will head on over and check out her course. Um, so anyways, changing gears, let's talk about April. Um, the last couple of weeks, I've been pulling you guys a lot over on my Instagram stories and through my email newsletter that goes out every week. And what I'm hearing is that you guys are really struggling 
with productivity and organization. So this week, I want to dive into something that I see our generation at large struggling with, and that's this idea that we have to and can do it all. Um, And this is a little bit of an unpopular opinion, so (laughs) bear with me, and that is that you're simply doing too much. Um, And I know that the first time a fellow millennial said that to me, I was morally offended. What do you mean I'm doing too much? That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do all of the things. And it was just like mind-blowing to me that someone was like, no, the answer to your problems is that you have to do less because I could not fathom cutting things out of my life. But I will tell you that that mentality is what was holding me back, right? I needed to simplify and it took me a really long time to figure out how to do that. So... Today's episode is going to be maybe a bit of a pep talk. It's going to be a quicker episode, um, and we're just going to dive into this unpopular opinion that I have, and let's see if it resonates with you, right? So at the most basic level, I think this goes back to this like deep-seated millennial belief that we can do anything we want when we grow up, right? We had this drilled into our minds from the time we were little and really all throughout our formative years, um, but what where I think that this messaging gets lost in translation for us is our millennial brains hear, I can do it all, and you can do it all, and we can all do it all, and we should do it all, until you can't, right? So some say that we are the most productive generation, but Honestly, I think that we're a generation that's racing towards burnout at an unprecedented rate because we don't know how to rest. And I don't mean sleeping well at night. Like, I mean, we don't know how to sit in silence and we will prioritize just about anything over a walk outside or even like, you know, we're like, oh, I should go get a massage. Oh, but I have this like to-do list that's a mile long and I should do that first. And then I can get a massage in three weeks when my back is already broken, right? Like self-care gets tossed to the curb for us. And it's just the millennial way of doing things. But here's the thing, friends. When you try to do it all, you just make it harder for yourself to be productive. And I think a lot of people see that as an unpopular opinion. But I used to get so, so frustrated that I felt like I couldn't turn my brain off. And I'm sure some of you are nodding along, and that resonates probably with more of you than you're willing to admit. Um, And then I realized that So much of that was being driven from the fact that I was trying to do all of the things. And the reason I couldn't turn my brain off was because I never gave myself a chance to rest and my brain didn't know how to rest. I didn't know how to rest. And rest can be a lot of things. Like rest can be sitting and reading a book. Rest can be just chilling in front of the TV for a little while. Rest can be cleaning the house. Like some people find that really relaxing, right? Like it's going to look different for everyone. But the fact is we have trained ourselves that we have to be doing all of the things all of the time. And that makes it really hard for us to slow down. And when we don't know how to slow down, we lead ourselves into this really like we, we run headfirst into walls and we find ourselves up against this insane amount of overwhelm and burnout that we just don't know how to manage. So question for you, have you ever made a list of all the things that you need to get done in a week? If you haven't, I want you to start with that. And once you've done that, I wanna challenge you to think about how many of those things you feel like you're really succeeding at and you're really doing well. Because I bet it's less than you think. And I think, 
somewhere that we kind of get a little bit lost in all of this is that we don't really put systems or workflows behind accomplishing most things in our life, right? Like if you have a corporate job, you probably go to work and you have a system that you follow for getting your work done throughout the day, or you have a workflow that you follow for getting your work done and your tasks done throughout the day. But although this is a skill that we have learned and that we use in our corporate lives, a lot of us don't carry this skill home into our personal lives. And sometimes I think that if we took these things that we learned at work and carried them into our personal lives and vice versa, took these skills that we learned in our personal lives and carried them into our work lives, we would find life to be a lot easier. But our brains don't want to mix the two for whatever reason. And maybe that's just me, but I feel like it's really a millennial thing. Like we have our lives very segmented and we're like work personal. You can't have both at the same time, but like really the two overlap more than I think we're willing to admit. So when you look at this list that you've made of all the things that you need to do throughout the week, do you feel like you have a system or a workflow for accomplishing those tasks? And if you don't, do you think that having a system or workflow might change how you feel about those tasks? Or would a workflow maybe help you to feel more productive? Um, Because sometimes it's not even just about like being more productive. It's that you need to have this feeling that you're accomplishing things, right? And like this goes back to the little like confidence boost thing, right? Like to gain confidence, you have to do little things that are going to tell you and give you confidence deposits that you're like going in the right direction. And I think that sometimes productivity is the same, right? Like to feel productive, like you've got to get these little productivity boosts throughout the day to make you feel like you're actually making progress. I don't know if that actually made sense. That was totally me rambling, but it made sense in my head. So I hope you followed. Um, So my next question to you is, can you simplify anything? Like, do you have to do all of these things or are these things that you can outsource? Um, as millennials, I feel like we really do not like the word outsource. And I really think that it's like this deep seated pride thing. We were told growing up our entire lives that we can do all of the things and society has led us to believe that we can truly do all of the things. So we try to do all of the things. And when we do that, we run ourselves into the ground in the process. So What does outsourcing look like? Well, outsourcing can be everything from like hiring a cleaning lady to getting grocery delivery so that you have, you don't have to make time to go to the grocery store. Um, It could be making sure that you have a, you know, a list to hand to someone else to go to the grocery store. It could be maybe you're in the entrepreneurial space, writing less blog posts, putting out less social media content. Um, Outsourcing is really personal. But also, when you try to do everything, you don't have the time in your day to hone your skills and become an expert at anything. And the way I see it, when you do too much, all you are doing is hurting yourself because you're limiting your ability to show up as the best version of yourself and to get really good at anything. And I feel like I mean, really, shouldn't our goal always be to show up as the best version of ourselves? Because I know that that's my goal. And while it doesn't always happen, that's always what I'm striving towards. So guys, the answer is that we have to simplify. We have to pull ourselves out of this constant state of overwhelm. And in order to be productive, the answer is we have to do less. 
we have to manage expectations. And that's going to start with managing our own expectations about how much I have to get done in a day. But that's going to expand out to managing our friends and family's expectations too, right? Like we can say, I'm going to do all the things, but at first pass, we're holding ourselves in place. Like we're making it harder for ourselves to really show up as the best version of ourselves in our own lives. But also we've set expectations with our families and friends that we're going to do all the things. And so we have to learn to manage that expectation that we've set with them and to teach them that we have, that we're shifting this expectation that we have. So I think in general, like we need to get better at working on dismantling this generational, this, well, I guess it's kind of a generation-wide limiting belief that in order to be successful, we have to do all the things. Like, I truly believe that most millennials believe that. And we don't have to do all the things. We just think we do because that's what society taught us. So my challenge to you is to really look at all the things you're trying to do. And now I want you to make a conscious decision to choose to do less. It might take time to figure out what less looks like for you. It might take a little time to rein in those expectations you've set for yourself. It's gonna take time to set boundaries that support doing less. It's going to take time to inform and educate our circles of influence on why we have shifted our boundaries and our expectations and to help them form expectations or to manage their expectations in a way that is conducive to living the life that you want to live. But all of this is worth the growth work because over time, learning to objectively simplify your life is honestly going to help you become a more productive human. The secret to productivity, friends, is actually to do less. And on that note, friends, thanks for hanging with me today. I'm Allison. This is But What If You Did. And I will see you right back here, same time next week. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. But I want to take a moment to celebrate the fact that you showed up and put in the work, even if it felt hard. Growth doesn't always feel good, but it sure does mean you're leveling up in life. For show notes, blog posts, downloadable resources, and more, head on over to butwhatifyoudidpod.com and be sure to join our But What If You Did community insiders so that you never miss an update. Just scroll to the bottom of the screen and sign up for free. And if you vibed with this episode, I would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what vibed with you. This is the best way to help the podcast grow, and I just love hearing how the pod is resonating with you. Simply take a screenshot of your review and send it to hello at allisonpalank.com. That's hello at A-L-Y-S-O-N-P-A-L-L-A-N-C-K.com. And I'll send you my exclusive Life Lessons Roadmap for Surviving 2021 Workbook as a thank you. See you soon.